0: Prater, welcome to JC Talks, a podcast about life and leadership. I'm an organizational consultant and professor of business and leadership. My entire purpose is to help you, your team, and your organization be more impactful, more effective, and more profitable. When the leader gets it right, everybody wins. This podcast is my opportunity to share with you great interviews, great books, great articles and the important lessons I am learning on the journey. My only hope is that the next few moments add value to your life and to your leadership. Stay tuned. day I was in a conversation with um somebody and we were talking about strengths and weaknesses and somehow it got to my strengths my weaknesses and so I was listing off my many many strengths (laughs) Uh, I'm laughing there because anybody who knows me knows that I probably have more weaknesses than strengths but my strengths are pretty great right so I'm proud of those but um uh, so we were talking about. I listed off some of those, and he said, "Well, what do you think is something that you probably need to work on in life?" And without missing a beat, I said, "I need to learn to shut up and listen." And that's that's what came out of my mouth, and that was, and obviously, it was the true answer because <laughs> it's a weakness of mine, and it's it's something that I have. I've recognized in, in my own life. And so because of that conversation, and, and then it was interesting because I just ordered a book. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see it there. But I just ordered a book um, that, that just came to me a couple of weeks ago. And I'll probably, it looks like a pretty easy book. I'll probably read this in a day or two, but it's called Shut Up and Listen by Tillman Fertitta. And if you know anything about Tillman Fertitta, uh, he's a very successful Business mogul, he uh, he's a billionaire. He's also the owner of the NBA uh, Houston Rockets, and uh, so I'm looking forward to learning from him. But it was interesting. I said that, uh, and I looked over, and right on my counter is right there. You can see it again if you're looking at this on YouTube. Shut up and listen. And so I'll need to dive into that book sooner rather than later. So what I thought I would do today is talk about because this is something I am trying to get better at in my life. Look, I talk for a living. I, you know, my mouth has brought me massive success in life. But as they say, your greatest strength tends to be your greatest weakness, right? Like it's the it's the flip side of the coin. And so, my greatest strength, which is this mouth right here, has also gotten me into trouble many, many times in my life. <laughs> and so, one of the things I'm learning how to do is to shut up and listen. So here we go. I found an article. Um, it's it's on the NPR. Uh, website. Uh, if I remember, I'll link this in the, web. So, um, in, in the episode, but I want to make sure I state it because it's I didn't write this article. So it was found on NPR.org. It's called Want to Listen Better, Turn Down Your Thoughts, and Tune Into Others. And it was written by Julia Furlan and Andy Tegel. I hope I'm saying those names right. So let's just kind of walk through what they had to say. I, I read through it a little bit and I thought these are actually really good um, these are actually really good tips for anybody who wants to learn how to listen better. And I'm a person who needs to learn how to listen better. So here's what she says. She says that listening is more than just being physically present when another person is talking. Anyone who has deployed a disengaged, a disengaged, hmm, and you've done this, I've done this before. Um, while their partner asks about dinner or a kids break, uh, or, or a kid breaks down the difference between uh, a brontosaurus and I triceratops knows this well. So, so, so basically if you've been in a conversation, you've done what I've done, mm-hmm, 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 or I do this, you know, sometimes I'll do this right, 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 right. right, And what I'm trying to do is I'm telling the person, hurry up, hurry. Right. So I'm not, I'm listening and I'm looking in the eye, but I'm not really listening. Uh, so then it says, but listening, not just hearing means much more than that. And dedicating yourself to actively listening can be a, can be radical and transformative. Uh, the basics of good listening are familiar. You know, this maintain eye contact. Not, you know, one of my greatest frustrations, because I will say this I need to learn how to listen better. But when I do listen, I do think I'm a pretty good listener. And I've been told this a few times in my life that that when I'm engaged with someone, I really do want to know. I have a curiosity about life. So, So when I'm sitting with someone, I do. I want to be fully present. Right. My problem is once my mouth starts moving or especially if I'm in a team atmosphere where there's ideas, I tend to think that my ideas tend to be better. And so it's hard for me to pull back. And listen to what other people are saying. And so I'm learning how to do this uh, better. But one of my greatest pet peeves, and I see this in Zoom, right? Right now I'm teaching through Zoom. And you see this, it's just out there for everyone. Someone starts talking and everyone becomes disengaged, right? I probably don't take as much offensive, you know, uh, offense to it for, for myself because I just recognize that's the, you know, that's just the nature of the beast. I also use it as a chance to challenge myself. How can I get better at, at what I'm doing if everyone's disengaging? But it's frustrating when I see people who are peers and they're in a class together, and one of them starts talking, and they all want to be listened to. They all want. Um, you know, other people to be actively engaged in their conversation and yet when someone else starts talking, they all tune. That's a, that's a real frustration for me. or when I see people having a conversation and they're looking over someone's shoulder or they're looking around while the person's talking, it's, it's, it's frustrating because you know that the person uh, sees that you're not engaged in, in what they're doing. Um, so anyway, I, I, I do think that when I listen, I'm a pretty decent listener, but my problem is I need to learn how to shut up and listen more. So here's the first statement that it says. I think it runs through one, two, three, four, five. So we won't spend too much time on all of these, but it gives five different points uh, for how to shut up and listen. So the first step is this, shut up and listen. It says this might sound simple, but it's actually a really important first step We need to give people uninterrupted time to speak. That's Tanya Israel, who is a psychology professor at the University of California, Santa Barbara. She goes on to say, and one of the ways is to remember that uh, this is uh, one of the ways to remember this is that if you rearrange the letters of the word, listen, it spells silent. I did not know that. Well, that's a first. That's a first for me. Okay. Um, so the first step in shutting up and listening is to actually shut up, right? And so this goes back into this idea of being intentional. And for me, and maybe for you as well, when we're in meetings, maybe we need to, I don't know what that looks like. Maybe we need to... Uh, uh, you know give ourselves a timer and say hey for the first 15 minutes I'm not going to say anything for the first 20 minutes I'm not going to say anything First, th- you know whatever it is we say hey every meeting I go to I'm going to be the last to speak when the our boss asks us to raise our hands if we have an idea I'm going to wait and be the very last person to give my input so I can allow other people the chance to give their input so that's that's uh, uh you know that might be a strategy I love what she says here quick list, you know a quick disclaimer Not everyone deserves your time or attention. And that's important. So it doesn't mean we have to listen to everybody. Okay. The foundation of listening is respect. So don't just put up with folks who disrespect your boundaries or speak abusively. So that's really important to understand that. Okay. Listening is important, but we have to be uh, choosy who we listen to. So that's number one, actually shut up and listen, be quiet, right? Uh, Know about yourself, the fact that maybe you like to talk and. Uh, learn how to listen, summarize and build. That's number two. Uh, after a perma- after a person is finished speaking, take a little bit of what the person said and add a little bit to it. Uh, so going back to Israel, who we, we just, I think that's Tani Israel going back. She, she says, this is reflective listening. And makes it possible for you not only to show the person that you're listening, but also to give the person a chance to correct any misunderstandings. So that's, that's, that's point number two. So it's almost like repeating back to the person uh, what, they're, uh, what they're saying to you, repeat it back to them and um, ask if there's any misunderstandings. Number three, be patient. This is really good. And this is probably the one that I need to to work on the most and maybe you as well. If you're type A, if you've got a leadership traits or teaching traits like I do, then this is probably something for you as well. Impatience can often lead to interruption, which sends the message that you don't care what the other person is saying. Okay. So what this is saying is that in the middle of a conversation, and and this is good that we're posting this on the Monday because it's going to help Uh, you this week, right? It's going to be a great reminder for you as you go about this week. Hey, how can I be more quiet? How can I listen? If you have staff meeting on Monday or Tuesday of this week, um, understand that one of the most important things you can do is to be patient and understand that impatience leads to interruption. No, you know, unless you're in an environment where they've given you, you know, 10 to 15 minutes, you got to get all these ideas out there. If it's a staff meeting, more than likely people are not just going to get up and walk out. People are there. They're there to listen. They're going to be present for a while. And so your job, your goal is to uh, just be patient and just recognize I will get my word in. I'll be able to say what I want to say. I don't need to rush the process. Okay. So that is, I think that's what number three, yes, we had shut up and listen. Number one, Summarize and build. Number two, be patient. Number three, number four is listen with intent. Listen with intent. When you're listening with intent, it means you're focusing on what the person is saying and leading with curiosity. Okay. Counterintuitive, you know, counterintuitively, and you know this to be true, this can be hard, especially with the people that you're closest to. And I found this to be the case. I have to be really intentional. My six year old daughter, she has a lot to say. Um, she has her mom. And if you know her mom, uh, if you knew her mom, you would know uh, she has her mom has a lot to say. And she has me, a guy who does podcasting and teaching and talking for a living. So she's got both of that in, in her. So this is a person who has a lot to say. So I'm learning that sometimes uh, while I listen to other people. I'm not as great with listening to her. And so I'm being very intentional as she gets older, because I struggled with this in my family a little bit. People wouldn't look at me when I talk, they would turn around and they would keep doing what they're doing. They'd be watching TV while I'm trying to say something to them. And and that was always frustrating. So we have to learn how to be uh, intent and listen with intent, right? Focus on the person, literally bear your eyes into their eyes right? Listen, watch their mouth, watch their eyes, What put all of your focus on them. I've found that that, that really does help, uh, but that'll help us. And then I love this last statement right here. It says this, listening is an act of power. Listening is an act of power. And then it says this, uh, this bit of advice is taken from a piece written by the reporter and radio producer, Sandia Dirks. The rubric is... Uh, the rubric is specifically written for audio producers, but the idea most certainly applies to, to everyone. In this piece, Dirks asks the question, how do we listen beyond the narrative that locks people in? How do we acknowledge our power to let people live out loud beyond the captured voice in the full-throated body of their lives? That's a that's a deep question right there. Two deep questions. And then it goes on to say when we listen to somebody, we we have to listen beyond our own notions of what they're going to say. We have to try to listen louder than our thoughts and listen beyond the lines of our own privilege. That is powerful. That is powerful right there. I just got chills reading that we have to listen louder than our own thoughts Right. Because our thoughts are always moving. And that's part of the problem is people are talking. And what we really have are two different people going at it. Or if you're like me, you've got three or four because there's three or four people in your head. Right. So you're trying to talk and you've got this person talking to you. And especially if you're in a noisy crowded room, you've got other conversations going around. And then your own head, you've got your own head going off. Right. So we have to listen uh, beyond our own uh, our own uh, uh, our own notions. But we have to listen louder than our own thoughts right? And listen beyond the lines of our privilege. So when we think we know what somebody's going to say, we need to be very careful. In that. And I, boy, I wish I had somebody else on here with me so I could dive into that last sentence. We have to try to listen louder than our own thoughts and listen beyond the lines of our privilege. So when we're talking to people, and I'm processing out loud here, a lot of times we don't understand how we bring our full selves even into listening. And so, if someone is talking, we're prejudging what they're saying. We're judging what they're saying. We're post judging what they're saying based on our own privilege and based on how we see the world and based on our perspective. That's powerful right there. The greatest thing we do, we can do when we listen uh, to bring power to the conversation, to bring power to the other person, to bring power to ourselves, is to tune out our own thoughts as much as we can. And understand that we have a certain amount of privilege that, that 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 we're coming to that conversation with. We have a certain perspective that we're coming to a conversation with. And that may not be the perspective or privilege of the other person. And we've got to understand that. That's powerful right there. So, again, to recap today, if you want to listen better, number one, shut up and listen. Number two, summarize and build up on what the person is saying to you. Number three, this is really important. Be patient. Okay? We've got to be patient. Allow the conversation to unfold, especially if it's over dinner or even a staff meeting where everyone's calm, cool, collected. You'll have the chance to say what you want to say. I'll have the chance to say what I want to say so we can just be patient. Listen with intent, okay? Uh, focus on what the other person is saying, focusing on them, and then listen as an act of power. Listening is an act of power, but I would say listen as an act of power. Put your privilege aside. Try to calm down the thoughts that are in your head and listen to what people are saying. So this week, I hope um. Uh, I hope that may be a game changer for you this week as you go about this week. Be quiet. Listen up to what people are saying around you. And you never know. Here's what I found. Here's what I found. In the moments when I am doing really great listening, uh, it is amazing to me what I learn about other people, what I learn about my own self, what I learned about the world around me. Uh, when I listen. Last week, we talked about this idea of narcissism and how do we move from self-love to narcissism. Well, one of the ways that we do that, I'm sorry, how do we, wow, how do we move from narcissism to self-love slash empathy, right? Empathy. So one of the ways we have to do that is to listen and observe, right? Um, And that's really important. Empathy, compassion, uh, love for humanity, all of that comes when we take time to listen. Last thing I want to say, Uh, Because I could go off on this for quite a while. If we're not careful, if we're not careful in life, we tend to judge other people in their own situations and circumstances. And the only way to get past that, again, I've talked about this before in the podcast, in the political season that we are, and I've heard this in politics and religion, uh, those are the two worlds where we can really judge somebody uh, for who they are and not listen to what they're trying to say. And we can prejudge, we can uh, separate, we can demonize them even because we haven't sat down and actually listened to what they have to say. And why is it that they think the way they think? Why do they make the actions they uh, that they make? Is because of their own uh, perspectives, their own values. And if we're going to understand that we have to get into their perspective, we have to, excuse me, we have to get into their values. And the only way we can do that is by listening and observing. I hope this has added value to your life today. I'll see you in the next episode of JC Talks. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to my podcast, JC Talks, a leadership podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you get your podcast, and be the first to get new episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.